What's up, guys? This is going to be a special episode. Today, I'm joined by Alex Curtis. What's up, what's up? And I'm your host, Kelton Burns. So, this isn't going to be an official episode, little bonus episode. Uh, as you guys know, it is the middle of December and we are moving into the holidays. So people's schedules are starting to get moved around as people are visiting family. So... Um, this week we didn't really have time for a full episode, so it's just going to be me and Alex today, and we're going to be discussing Cyberpunk. The shit show. (laughs) Yeah, the shit show. Um, next week is Christmas, so I don't, it's possible we might take that week off. If we don't, it's probably going to be another bonus episode similar to, uh, this one's. Um, what that bonus episode will be about if if we end up doing something i don't know but apologies if we end up just taking the holiday off but i'm sure you guys will understand so before we jump into the cyberpunk fiasco um i wanted to briefly touch on a game it takes two coming 2021 it takes two is written by joseph fairs the guy who wrote um a way out so he's kind of like all about co-op action games. And uh, so this game's going to be out of a relationship that's like at its end. And so you guys are going to be working together to kind of like try to <laughs> fix this relationship. And in Fair's own <laughs> words, this game is going to blow your fucking mind away. And you, they, uh, I mean, you forgot to mention the part where the couple that you're, you're playing as, cause it's a co-op game, right? So each of you plays as one of the, one of the partners, um, they used to be humans, and they got transformed into weird little clay people, and that's, like, what you play throughout the game, and that's kind of what the animation looks like, is this weird kind of, like, animated slash clay-type people, and they just wake up, and they're freaking out, <laughs> and, and the narrator of the game comes out and is like, if you guys want to be humans again, you guys got to fix your relationship. <laughs> yeah, I, that's kind of so weird. Like the whole game like that. The narrator is like a book with a mustache, and he's just like trapping these people in little doll bodies, forcing them to fix their relationship. <laughs> yeah, he's and the 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 title of the book that he is is the Book of Love, and he just has a mustache. And for Joseph Fair's previous game, uh, it, <laughs> or a way out, that game was a wild experience, man. Like, it was like a ton of mini games all within this like one game kind of telling the story of these two prisoners working together to break out of prison and like there's lots of activities to do and at the at the very end of the game spoiler alert um both players are suddenly pitted up against each other to where you have to kill each other and only one person and whoever wins that fight is gonna that's the ending of the game is that person lived so it's like i don't know it was it had its moments, but overall, it was kind of a letdown experience. So I, have, mm. I hope that this game uh, turns it around. I think this game looks fun. Yeah, I mean, it did look a lot more uh, fun, entertaining than like escaping prison or sneaking around the police <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, that that a way out was also kind of weird too because of the whole. Uh, it kind of like focused on one. It would like focus on one person at a time for a second. I would like. Like I don't know, it's like weird stuff where one person had to do one thing on like a completely different side of the prison. There was definitely times where like it didn't feel like you were really together with the other person. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this one, it seems like you're you're actually with them like twenty four seven. You guys are cruising around, adventuring together, and solving problems. And yeah, so it seems a little more fun. Well, 
on the topic of solving problems. Developer CD Projekt Red has a lot of problems they're going to need to solve for Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> if they're going to save their game. So, let's yeah. get into this, guys. Cyberpunk Holy 2077. Shit. CD Projekt Red, the Polish developer, announced... Let's. I'm going to do a little history on this real quick, just to set the stage so everyone knows what we're getting into. They announced they're working on a game in 2012 which ended up being cyberpunk. And then they released the first teaser for it in 2013. In 2015, they released the Witcher three, the Witcher three, as most people know, has massive praise. It's seen as one of the greatest RPGs ever made. And it definitely catapulted CD project red as a developer up, up, up into the top tiers of developers. And so cyberpunk 2077's hype obviously blew up because that's their next project. And like they just didn't, I feel like they've done a really good job marketing it, um, and totally. everyone is just has been really excited for it, and the, the, it's definitely one of the most hyped video games um, that I've seen in a long time. So in 2018, we got our first gameplay trailer. They also announced all post-launch content would be free, and the game would only come out when it was ready. So. <laughs> This post, before we get into that whole when it's ready, this all post-launch content would be free is kind of like them kind of flexing how good of a developer they are because they're not going to pull an EA where they charge you like tons of microtransactions for little things. Currently, the game has no microtransactions. You can get bonus gear if you make an account on GOG and link it. And uh, I know that GOG... Uh, a lot of developers really like it because um, 100% of your purchase goes to the developers. They don't take any of their own cuts. So uh, I would suspect that is why um, they've incentivized uh, making the account on GOG. Hmm. So anyway, move forward a year. We got our Keanu Reeves official announcement slash trailer that he would be in the game. That was obviously global praise for that. Keanu Reeves is widely loved. <laughs> and everybody loves Pro- Keanu yes and last year of course as every year has been growing more and more uh, game developer crunch time has been progressively being seen more and more negatively um, people don't want to hear that games were made with seven day work weeks 12 hour days like people don't want to people don't want their games made under like unacceptable conditions so CD mm-hmm. Projekt Red made an announcement. They said they would not require developers to work overtime to finish the game. So, 2020. CD Projekt Red <laughs> enters crunch period for months. Six-day work weeks. And they started doing this weird practice where they were issuing red coins to developers who overachieved. so they could And they could redeem them post-launch for bonuses. They also offered a bonus for developers if the game received over a 9 rating on IMDb for average. Um, both of these practices were kind of like frowned upon. Um, yeah, the game strange. was initially going to be released, released on April 16th, 2020. Then it was delayed to September 17th, then November 19th, and finally to December 10th. In hindsight, it looks like they should have probably delayed it further. Um, <laughs> like a year. <laughs> yeah, potentially. The review embargo was set for December 7th, three days before launch. Reviewers were not allowed to use their own footage, and early console review copies were not sent out. Now, I read through a lot of these reviews when they first came out, 
and uh, people are kind of questioning why the console review copies weren't able to be released. And in a lot of reviews, people said, I have footage of the glitching and like some of the technical difficulties of this game and i'll post them when the game comes out but for now i'm, I'm not allowed to i'm only allowed to use the pre-approved footage hmm. so that was kind of like red flags there um and red flags were valid because when the game came out it has a long list of technical issues especially on console um, and I'm talking about PS4 and Xbox One, because we also remember uh, Xbox Series X and PS5 copies are due next year. So right now, <laughs> if someone's playing on next gen, they're playing a backwards compatible copy from last gen. But surprisingly, it runs way better on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I guess unsurprisingly, because it is stronger hardware. So, okay, let's get let's get into some of these motherfucking issues. Well, before we do that, I pretty I just want to touch on this whole like early console review copies not sent out, reviewers not allowed to use their own footage. All of this just, just seems weird, really man. shady. Like yeah. it's just re- like and I do have so, so Cyberpunk has released an apology and I want to touch on the first part of it. It says, Dear gamers, first of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered and, in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We should have paid more attention fuck? to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Now, two things stand out to me. I like how they used last-gen consoles, um, even though the game was announced eight years ago when the consoles hadn't come out yet or had were just coming out. Um, and then not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase that, that to me is we, we, we scammed you uh, <laughs> and we knew that we were doing that when we did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just I guess I'll, as fuck. I'll, I'll touch on the rest of that apology later. Um, yeah, it is very shady. And from a developer that was always seen as like in such a like a almost on a pedestal, like they're not about microtransactions, they're not about crunch time. And then to see that they they went to crunch time for for months and then released an unfinished product to millions of gamers. Also, yeah. th- uh, let's see, let's see. The I game recreates. The game, the game recreates the tests that doctors use to discern whether a patient has epilepsy, but offers no warning in advance of this appearance of this test. So people with epilepsy, who would have guessed, are having seizures. And then Alex was telling me something about how this, how they have some type of program or something that's blocking um, disabled people from using their programs to like rebind their keys. Yeah, it's just it's just something within <clears throat> something within the game for some reason is stopping like all of the software that people who have physical disabilities um, they use this software to let them use equipment that lets them play with other things if they have like you know dystrophy in one of their hands or like and anything like that it allows them to use um, what mobility they do have to play games to the fullest extent that they can and apparently within cyberpunk for some reason the game is blocking the software and so all, there's like a ton of people who are disabled who bought the game and were excited to play the game because they have 
their equipment that lets them play games and cyberpunk is blocking the software for their equipment it's this whole thing so a ton of disabled people aren't even allowed to play the game after having bought the game yeah so other issues and most of these are extremely prevalent on on console uh frames are fluctuating dramatically xbox one and ps4 are struggling to maintain 30 fps um it's common that missions will glitch where you can't complete them Mm. so you have to just reload your whole save and restart the mission i heard one reviewer say he had to restart a mission four times (laughs) Uh, there's been massive rendering issues to where like player models and characters will look like like a playstation one character because the render distance this isn't like this didn't launch like oh it's a ps4 game but it's like a ps3 game it's like no this is just like un- unacceptable it's un- it's unfinished like it's not yeah, completely it's not yeah it's not a, it's not a finished game uh a lot of characters have been t-posing um sometimes if you get a call from one character while you're in the middle of talking to another character in a mission they'll just start talking over each other and, and like there's no way to get out of that you know unless you reload the save <laughs> oh, um, no. a one big fuck? one penises and boobs are glitching through clothing oh <laughs> Oh my god! So this game what? makes <laughs> this game has you to choose your boob size, your penis size, if you're circumcised or not. There's like a small default or large option, um, and this is kind of interesting because there's no there's no reason for any of this. You never see that like outside of the character creation and like when you're in the character menu taking your pants on and off. You don't. There's no reason for this. Like you don't ever have something happen because your dick is small or big. So it's literally I don't under like. I don't really understand why you really do that. Like, yeah, if you're never going to see it in game, it's never going to affect anything. It just kind of seems like a weird little like fluffy thing to kind of maybe grab headlines. Um, the AI is fucking terrible. It's like, Oh no. Basically like if you get in a conversation on the street with someone, pedestrians are either going to run away or crouch and they'll just disappear when they're out of sight fully just despawn uh, <laughs> traffic like cars if you park your car in the, in the street or something traffic will just stop they won't go around they won't force through they'll just stop and eventually the car will disappear um fuck man i've also gotten in like uh fights <laughs> like earlier today i was fighting a street gang or whatever and like my sword hit the the car and the car just started flipping around the street like flipping way up in the air landing down on people crushing them flipping back up in the air landing down somewhere else and i was just like fuck i really hope that car doesn't land on me or, or just like hit me really hard and kill me um so yeah there's that uh Holy if you commit shit. a crime cops will just spawn in like i have yet to be chased by a cop like i don't know if you can get pursued by cop vehicles if you can i just haven't seen it yet i mean i've gotten a lot of stars but cops will just start spawn they'll start spawning in like you can just see them like bam out of thin air they're there like they don't come in from anywhere um yeah so like they're saying it doesn't run on last gen consoles but like this is worse than like last last gen like this is like what is going on you had guys had eight years to do this uh, the mini map's really small, so like when you're driving around, <laughs> you'll be like fucking blazing down a street, and it's like, oh, you need to take a right, and you just 
past it because it came up in your mini map in fucking one second. Like, <laughs> so that shit makes driving kind of frustrating. In the beginning of the game, you you choose an origin story: street kid, nomad, or corpo, and it kind of like explains where your character's from. Like, were the do they were they raised in the streets? Were they raised outside the city, out in the badlands, like in the desert, or were they like corporate? They're like whatever. And these kind of like they're little thirty minute segments kind of explained, but they all just feed you into a montage that passes six months of time, and then you all of them kind of lead to the same main river. And outside of that, some dialogue options you get, there's not a lot of consequence there. Like there's not a lot of difference between the beginning, you know? Like okay, you're kind of just choosing hmm. your first thirty minutes that all feed you into the same exact spot. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, and it was presented as just like uh, it's just it just sound they made it sound like it was gonna be more, and I don't know if that's my fault or the like people's fault for reading into it too much, but you know, yeah, I mean, you would hope that it was gonna be more like people would treat yeah, you differently or something for something that took eight years. It's like if you're gonna be able to pick a different origin story and like beginning like a whole just background of life like. I don't know the fact that it's gonna lead, everyone's gonna be led to the exact same moment. Yeah, something that's supposed to be super immersive too. It's like it's like that's not immersive, man. Like, like I was I chose uh, Nomad because most people I know chose Street Kid and uh, a few people I know chose Corpo, and I was like, okay, I don't know anyone's choosing Nomad. And then when I was making my character, um, I decided to do something that I haven't done in a long time, and I I, I don't do it very often, but my. Uh, my partner suggested it and they were like, why don't you just like role play and like a different character? So like, I was like, okay. And she was, she like said, uh, well, the, the nomad sounds kind of like Mad Max, like you're out in the desert. I was like, okay, I'm going to play, I'll play a nomad. And like, every time I come up to a decision, I'm just going to ask myself, what would Mad Max do? And it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like, it's fun to, 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 to play a game and choose whatever you want to choose. Like I've been doing that for a long time. But it's also kind of refreshing sometimes to be like, well, what would that person do? Like, what would this character yeah. I'm playing do? And it yeah. kind of like, it, I feel like it's a little bit freeing because you're just like, well, what are the consequences of what this guy chooses um, yeah. instead of like what I choose? So that's kind of how I've, how I've been playing. But And I was excited to see how my character like came in from the desert and established himself in this like new night city, like street gangs and stuff. But instead, it's just a six month montage of me rising through the ranks and kind of getting spat out where the street kid or the corporal corporal person's going to get spat out. So I don't know. I was a little bit let down by that, but yeah, that kind of sucks. Wasn't too bad, you know, um, not compared to all the, the game issues. So <laughs> besides all these issues, and I'm sure there's like other plethora of smaller ones that I haven't touched on. Um, so obviously the backlash has been intense. The game did not meet yeah. the hype. Um, so CD Projekt Red that announced on Twitter that it would offer full refunds for unhappy console buyers a week after release in response to this backlash. The problem with this is that when customers actually sought out these refunds, it's a lot harder than they made it out to be because a lot of stores aren't going to offer just a full refund. Like going to fucking Best Buy or like the PlayStation Store, they're not just going to give you your full $60 back for this yeah. open game unless the game's faulty. So basically what happened is like some of the, they're, they're starting to view the game as faulty, which, you know, in a way, if you were going to, you could argue that it is cause it's unfinished. 
So, breaking news, PlayStation just took the game off of its store. It is no longer selling the, the game to customers, and it is offering full refunds for anyone who bought it digitally. Now, I've read, and I don't know how true this is, but I've read that a lot of games have to go through an approval process to prove that they're finished and they're playable and they're good. But if a developer has enough trust with previous releases and they're a major developer, they can bypass this process. And so they, so CD Projekt Red was able to bypass this process and in turn release an unfinished product. Um, so just like, ah oh man, it's just like, it's a sad story because I really like this developer and I've liked what they've done in the past, but they really fucking dropped the ball on this one. And I feel like developers like Bioware... And, like, Bethesda, a lot of them have just been consistently dropping the ball with, like, Anthem and, like, Fallout 76. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I mean, this you, is a huge fuck-up. Just hope this for better. A, and I think... Huge, huge fuck-up. <laughs> huge fuck-up. And, like, with COVID and everything, I think they could have understandably said we need another year. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah and yeah. They, they also could have just been, like, Guys, we're not releasing it on last gen. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be better than yeah, what is happening. They could say that. They could come out and be like, look, guys, like, and yeah, yeah, like it's been pushed back a few times, whatever. But I think that it would have been much better to come out and be like, look, I know we said it was going to be done. I know we said it was going to be ready to play on all these different platforms. I know, I know, I know we delayed it already, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not ready. Just like, just come out and fucking say it's not ready. Like, yeah, I, I think the backlash, right? Like, because not only is it the backlash about the game and not only is the money involved, right? Like people spending the money on the game and then potentially getting refunds, which is definitely not good for the company, right? As far as game sales and all their, like their profits and everything. But, oh man, like the whole, just the whole thing. It's like your reputation is like in the gutter now because... I mean, it's like, yeah, you did some good stuff before, but you really fucked so many people over with this one. Like, so many people that were excited for this are just, like, so disappointed. So, it's so like, back, how are you going to recover from that? Back to this apology. Here's what else I had to say. Dear gamers. Second, we will fix bugs and crashes and improve the overall experience. The first round of updates has just been released. The next one is coming within the next seven days. Expect more as we will update frequently whenever new improvements are ready. After the holidays, we'll continue working. We'll release two large patches starting with patch number one in January. This will be followed by patch number two in February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems gamers are facing on last-gen consoles. We will be informing you about the contents of each patch ahead of their release. They won't make the game on last-gen look like it's running on a high-end spec PC or next-gen console, but it will be closer to the experience than it is now. Finally, we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. We would appreciate it if you would give us a chance, but if you are not pleased with the game on your console and don't want to wait for updates, you can offer a refund of your copy. For copies purchased digitally, please use a refund system. Respectively, for box versions, please first try to get a refund at the store who you, where you bought the game, or contact us, and we'll do our best to help you. Um, so... I don't like you guys. We have two months, February, when the game's gonna actually be ready. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, in a developer conference, CD Projekt Red further explained the plans for the upcoming patches, saying we are planning to get the game in much better shape than it is now. And if your expectation is that the game is gonna be equal to say next gen or PC in terms of performance, that would definitely isn't going to happen. Wow. So I've also heard that in this press conference they said that um, it wasn't developer the developers 
choice, but it was more the studio executives and investors call that they wanted the game to be pushed out. And so like I've seen some devs on Twitter are like sad that the game was released in the state because they've worked so hard on it for so long and then to see it get this reception and like release in the yeah. state is kind of heartbreaking for them. So I, I, like that makes me sad, you know? Yeah, that's like yeah, pour your heart and soul into this like art that you've been making and then it's released unfinished. Yeah. Especially if it's like, oh, it's like all oh, like people who just want to like get the money from it. It's like, yeah, like we need to we need to make the money from this. And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people putting a lot of passion into it. Yeah, yeah. And like even from that point, it's like you guys wanted to make the money from this, but now like people are gonna be like returning it and like you don't have as good a reputation now. I don't know. Yeah. It's worth noting the Witcher three took about six months for it to get into the state it is now. It did release very buggy. Yeah. But like I said, that, that that studio wasn't as like in the limelight as it is now with this being like the most anticipated release of the year. Yeah. It's nuts. But I do also, I don't want this to just be negatives. I have been playing Cyberpunk daily now for a few hours a day, sometimes more. Um, and I'm having a really good time. So like... Uh, that is one thing I do want to touch on. Like, this game is obviously broken. It was released in an unacceptable state on last gen, or I don't know, current gen, whatever you want to call it. But um, for PC users, there is still bugs, but it is a great game. Like, once you get into those missions and you start having those chance interactions and encounters, it's fantastic. The player customization is pretty cool. Um, the skill trees are really in-depth. There's a lot going on. I decided to go swords only. <laughs> yeah dude everybody's going guns i was like i'm gonna do swords and like i picked up a katana uh from this guy and i was like i'm gonna sh- try out the sword and i like ran up to someone and people are pretty bullet spongy kind of like borderlands like you see numbers coming off them as you shoot them and mm-hmm. like for gun games i don't know something about that i don't always like it it's like watching an enemy's health bar go down as i re- reload my clip shoot another clip and then reload shoot another clip i'm like bro this it, it kind of breaks immersion for me a little bit but yeah, if I run up with a sword and I'm just like slice, 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 and I'm watching their health bar go down, it, I don't know. For me, that's more believable because I'm like, oh, I'm fucking cutting them up. Um, yeah. But I keep like putting all my fucking stat points and skill points when I level up into my blades. So now like I fucking I have like 50% speed boost and then like my damage and crit is up. And most of the time it's a one hit shot to their head and their head explodes when I hit them with the fucking sword. Like, (laughs) like, and I was telling Devin about this and he was like, Oh, I don't think there's going to be some situations where you're going to want to have a sword. But like, I just got a buff where once I kill someone with a blade, I regain 20% of my health and immediately get a 30% speed boost on my running. And if I have a blade out and I'm running, I have, uh, 30% 30% extra armor and like all these buffs. So like I'm literally just running around just pop, head pop, pop, head pop. Like fucking just like and when I fight a boss or a mini boss, like it melts them. Cause like it's just <laughs> fucking slicing so fast and doing like crit damage and bleeding. It's like, I don't know, man. I'm really enjoying the the blades. And if I didn't go blades, I probably would have gone fists. Because there's they, a whole there, fucking skill tree for options? fists. Are there only three the, options, or is it? Is there there's a uh, there's blunt weapons, okay, like pipes, fists, yeah. blades, and then there's fucking um, a lot of different types of guns, and then you okay. can also beat this game without killing anyone. 
So there's a lot of like stats for um, kind of like stealth and like hacking people or incapacitating them without killing them. Hmm. Uh, for me, I'm I, I always hit that like what would Mad Max do, and I'm like fuck it, I, I'm just gonna kill everyone kind of. Um, so I have a lot of cold blood points. But uh, what, do you, what yeah. do you do with the cold blood points? You get like some benefit from killing a bunch of people. <laughs> there's like you can uh, there's a cold blood. And that's another thing. As you use any skill, you're also leveling up that skill, like, outside of the skill points you're putting into it. Like, my blades are level 11 right now for me using them so much, which just gives them little percentage stat boosts. So, like, the more Mm -hmm. you use something, the the stronger it's going to be. And for cold blood, the more I kill in cold blood, the more my cold blood stats boosting. And cold blood is kind of, like, um, passive, and it stacks, and it starts giving you extra damage and stuff. But, like, I, I think... I don't know. Like I would assume there's some downside to it, but I don't know really. It's hard to to tell with this game because of the bugs. Like what is polished and like obviously a lot of time was put into and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope down the road it's like better. But yeah, I mean, I assume like I feel like it's just gonna be kind of like um, kind of like uh, Red Dead and like GTA type shit where it's like. You get the game at first, and like obviously those games were way better at launch, like phenomenally better. Uh, yeah. I mean, but in the way of like, you're getting the game, and then as time goes on, it's gonna get way, way better. It's gonna get way more things added to it. Um, there's gonna be a lot of updates, a lot of changes. Um, so, it's like it's very realistic. I feel like to expect like that. No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, I feel like it's realistic to expect that down the road we'll be looking at a completely different game, you know? Yeah, and, like, I, uh, I'm i excited for that because one of my main gripes with getting this game, or not gripes, but, like, things I was thinking about is, like, do I want to wait for next gen and play that PS5 version of the game or do I want to play it backwards compatibility on PS4 or PC? And I was really struggling with that. And if the game's going to be completely different and better, like they're seeing things in the files for flying cars and stuff that just seemed to be that they didn't make it in the final game. Hopefully like all that stuff gets added in. And by the time that next gen copy rolls around next year, whenever it comes out, hopefully whenever it's ready, um, I'll, all that stuff will be in the game and I'll, it'll yeah. have a high replayability. Hell yeah. That'd be but sweet. yeah, I just wanted to uh, touch on cyberpunk for you guys because it's all, it's kind of like what everyone's talking about right now due to like all the controversy surrounding it and there's not a lot going on right now outside of that totally i'm not done with the campaign i just met keanu reeves <laughs> which is kind of funny he's kind of like for how good of an actor he is i'd say his performance is on the lower end um compared <laughs> to like the other <laughs> the other he's kind of like yeah. I think I heard. Uh, I actually Stiff. think I, I think I heard like a voice line from him from the game, and I was like, "This does not sound like convincing at all." I was like, "This does not sound like Keanu." Like, <laughs> like this is kind of weird, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it was like, maybe it was on the you know like the end of the people that were organizing it, or maybe he just like didn't know how to act in a video game, like. Yeah, does he have like a different name? And like, what is his name in the game? Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand. Hmm. 
I wonder, like, maybe he just didn't have, like, an idea enough of, like, the character that he was getting into, and so maybe it didn't come out very well. Who maybe knows? it's like, we want you to sound really stiff and awkward. <laughs> it's like, I got it's you. like, uh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, before we go, I wanted to say, if you have an Xbox One or a PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox Series X, or not, not maybe not Xbox Series X, Xbox, Xbox One X, I'm sorry, fucking naming system's insane, but like, don't buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy the game. Don't buy the game. Just like, just wait. Just it, not, like, just wait until you have a next-gen console or a PC and buy it on there because these yeah. issues are not getting ironed. Like, they're, they're going to get – it's going to improve, but it's not going to get to where it needs to be on last gen. No. I just – I fully, truly believe this game is just not meant for current gen con- – or last gen consoles. Yeah. Um. Unfortunate since it was announced for them. Yep. But, you know, there are other great games to play. <laughs> there are tons of fantastic games to play. Tons yeah. of them. Uh, Spider-Man is, is looking amazing. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah, indeed. And Last Spider- of Us uh, just won, like, every Game of the Year award. Yeah. Fucking good God. <laughs> but uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, also, before we go, I don't know, to explain the absence of Devin... This game kind of has gained a toxic kind of like, I don't know, weird community around it that really doesn't like when the game's bashed. Like, yeah, uh, the, really re- upset. the reviewers who, uh, or the reviewer who brought out the, the epilepsy information was like, I had a seizure in response to this game. Like she was sent tons of like seizure inducing videos and like anyone who gives her the game a bad review is getting death threats. So like, I don't understand, but there's like this weird community. Weird that's cult, like, dude. yeah, it's a weird, it's weird cult. It's like, cult, don't insult our game. Our game's incredible. It's so amazing. Like don't insult We've been this waiting game. for this for eight yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately our pal Devin has fallen in with them. So yep. when yep. I, uh, proposed this, this episode to him, he was like, you're just going to talk negatively about the game. I don't want to partake in that. Yeah, we proposed um, this episode to him, and he sent us both death threats, and uh, so now we're, we're not. He actually sent me <laughs> epilepsy videos, too. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Devin has become a changed man. He is uh, one, of the, one of the cult, one of the cult leaders Devin's getting now. cyberpunk tattoos. <laughs> He's changing his name to Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> dude asap rocky uh had a song uh premiere in uh cyberpunk oh sick that's cool and uh grimes elon musk's baby mama had a whole album made dude, for this you gotta game. stop referring to grimes as just as following with elon musk's baby <laughs> mama dude grimes has her own fucking thing going she is dude is awesome. anytime i can attach grimes to that crazy ass dude <laughs> Like that guy's insane. You gotta just let her shine. Just well, she's shining us. in uh, Cyberpunk as her persona, uh, Lizzie Jizzy. Wow! Full album in the game. <laughs> Hell it's yeah! Pretty good. That's awesome. Well, so, yep, it's gonna wrap it up for a bonus episode. Thanks for joining us, guys. The Cyberpunk episode. Hope also, shout out. Oh, wait, What's you up? finish? You finish? Oh, I hope everyone has a uh, happy holidays and, uh, you know, take it easy. Me as well. Also, shout out to Eric for making the cover pretty last minute. 
Um, and of course, Krevin's for the intro outro. Yes, thank you, Eric. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Peace. Later.